Hello, everybody. Welcome or welcome back to BNB Anime. I am Oof. That is Brab. We are here. <laughs> we are here uh, today um, to discuss Zora Online Progressive, Aria, Stalas, and Height. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so last week, Brab discovered that I'm going to. <laughs> so when we log into our recording software we have an uh, option to put in the name we want to be called uh-huh. and we switch it up every week um yeah those are the names we chose this week yeah so brab is just what everybody in the streaming discord has decided to start calling me okay and so i just at this point i'm okay with being referred to as that so it's just brab everywhere brab. I, I I've even started signing emails like that. Don't don't ask questions. Well, you did go by Bod for a while as well. I, I mean that is true. You make yeah. one typo, and then from there it That's is just it. Bard or it's Bread bad. or I don't know. Like I said, some of my best friends call me Bradford, even though that is not my government name. But you know what? We're here, and that's yeah. what I'm going to go with. So it's fine. Whatever. If you just shout something, I, I promise yeah. I'll answer. I'm uh, fairly certain I have called you Braddle Doodle Dandy a couple of times. Yeah, yeah, that's also acceptable. It's yeah, fine. Yeah. You you know what's not acceptable, though? Uh, Bradley? Uh, yes, but <laughs> I, I was going to say laryngitis, which is why I sound like shit. But, mm. but yes, Bradley is also unacceptable. Mm. You actually don't sound like shit. You sound like you could host a radio show, but like jazz. Uh, uh, like ooh. 9 p.m. jazz, you know? Uh, you know what? I'm down for that, too. Let's... Uh, you want to start a radio station? We could, yeah. We just have to go, um, you just have to say, welcome to our evening jazz night. Welcome to our evening jazz night. See? Introducing jazz hands that you can't see because I have a face and body for radio. do 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 Careful. Careful. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Everything is fine. I have coffee that I'm now going to sip loudly, ASMRly. Just mm, that's some I don't good know sippage. how well that came across. It came across for sure. Yeah, oh, I nice. I I have the gain turned down as much as possible, <laughs> but I'm also right up against the microphone because I'm trying to save my voice as much as possible for this. Fair, yeah. My old um choir teacher because i took choir for a little known fact about me i took choir for 12 years um yeah uh she used to say that she was like opera trained Mm -hmm. and she had a um a throat infection or some kind of like really bad throat situation happening the night before a big exam um that she was supposed to take um and uh she went on complete vocal rest, but she said she couldn't stop coughing. So what she does, what she said to do instead of coughing is to like do your scales, like hum, mm, like down like that. Um, because apparently, according to her, and I don't know how legit this is. Okay. I mean, she was a teacher, so I feel like it's fairly legit, but like also, you know what I mean? Um, when you cough, your vocal cords like rub against each other, like they vibrate into each other whereas when and even when you speak they do that but to a lesser degree Mm -hmm. but when you sing they vibrate like near each other but they don't actually physically touch i don't know if i'm getting that 100 right as well but apparently singing is much easier on the throat 
than either talking or coughing. And when you cough, if you run your scales like that, it can like shake the phlegm from your throat or whatever's tickling your throat out of the way and like get rid of the itch, but it won't cause severe harm to your throat. I say that, but the body's reaction, like, because I tried it during COVID, mm-hmm. the body's reaction to wanting to just cough up a lung is incredibly hard to resist. And I don't know how you stop yourself from coughing. I think, I think it would just have to, like, you would have to purposefully do it so much mm. to the point where it just seems second nature. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. But yeah. also, I don't know, the human body is very strange. And for some reason, you have to do the most violent of movements to be able to get phlegm out of your throat or get your throat to stop tickling yeah. itself. Yeah. I don't know. It's strange. Yeah, yeah, it's the the fear of when you're coughing up so much phlegm that you can't breathe back in again, and mm-hmm. like you know you're going to be fine, but you that's it is life or death. You're going to choke to die, you and die. That's it. You're going to die. Ah, uh, you know what? It's fine. Yeah, yeah, it's the whole thing. But anyway, um, because of Brad's sore throat, you're going to hear more of my voice than you do normally, even though I don't normally shut up, anyways. Um. We, we all know you're the star of the show. It's fine. Everyone knows it. It's perfectly you acceptable. You do all of the shit behind the scenes. Um, debatable. Not debatable. Factual. D- debatable. I just tucked my trousers into my socks and it's a good look. I'm going to go with it. Nice. Stick um, with that. Yeah. I also switched my socks. My PC uh, was playing up before this recording. And during the time when I was restarting it, um, until it started up, I switched my socks from regular socks to fluffy socks. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. yeah. And um, it's, you know, like, yeah, I, you know, I'm getting comfy when I take off the socks. And I can tell you why. Because I have wellies. They're like my go-to shoes to stick on when I need to, like, take the garbage out, grab the mail, run to the local corner shop. You know, like... Mm-hmm. When you don't have to do things, but you got to do a little thing, my wellies are my go-to. Quick running, yeah, yeah. Um, My fluffy socks don't fit inside of my wellies, so yeah. So when I put on the fluffy socks, that's it. There's no more going outside for the day. I mean, hey, makes sense. It's five thirty. Who needs to go anywhere else the rest of the day? Yeah, yeah. I'm not going anywhere the rest of the day. I am going to sit right here. Yeah. Um, me too. Well, not right here. I'm going to slowly wander over to the couch later and spread out there. But for the most part, I'll be in the vicinity. Close enough. It's fine. I'm moving about a meter and a half. (laughs) Or like, like seven foot. No. I mean, it, it's fine. No, that would be, it would be less than, um, one. Yeah. Less than that. Like five foot. Six. I'm going with five foot six for a meter and a half. I don't know. Conversions. Isn't a meter like 2.65 feet? It's. Like it's just shy of a yard. I'm 176 centimeters and or five foot nine. I don't, I I don't do math. So 176 is nearly like it's, it's, it's like, it's just over one meter, three quarters. Uh huh, and that's five foot nine, which is near enough six foot. So if we round it up two meters, like I feel like one eighty something, one eighty, one maybe one eighty six 
is six foot. Uh huh. So, I don't know. You guys judge. It's a little bit away. It's half of a room length away. If you lay down from where you were currently standing, would you reach the couch? Yes. Okay, close enough. Yeah. But you're also like four foot two, so that is very close. <laughs> yeah, disregard everything that I just said. I'm four foot two. The joke remains. <laughs> the, the joke same. remains. Uh, oh, yes. Um, <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> so uh, this is the thing that only Brad, Brad's going to get, but I have to update. The situation we were talking about before last recording happened oh, again two times did, uh, did, did on the applause? same day. I didn't. I still restrained myself, but it's getting harder and harder to, to do so because it was uh-huh. 5 p.m. and then again at 8 p.m. Oh. And I think. I mean. <laughs> I, was I think that the that one of them specifically the loudest of them uh-huh. yeah uh-huh. <laughs> is not truthful oh overcompensating that's yeah um that's the that's because it's so <laughs> synced uh-huh and only then, never individually, you know. Mm-hmm. So oh, I, interesting. yeah, it feels like a <laughs> nobody. <laughs> if you get it, you may get it. Honestly, you know, from the- there's there's enough context. There's here. enough. I, I context. think people can figure out. Um, with with this being said, skip ahead, children. <laughs> <laughs> I have neighbors. Shall we say? I'll just leave it at that. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I think because the way it sounds is like uh like like a film, you know? Mm-hmm. And I and only when shortly after, like I'd say like the last few moments, and then shortly after it becomes a duet. And I'm like, that doesn't seem legit. Maybe they're doing accounting work. Honestly, maybe they're yeah, I <laughs> Because you're but, right, that that does that does seem a little fishy. Yeah, and I'm like, because like if they're like that individually, like if or maybe they just don't do anything else, like they only do that. And because because like there's no other like it's not it doesn't seem like they're ever doing because if if they're that loud as they are during that, then why is it like do they not is it only that? I'm so confused, you know? <laughs> It's gotta be. It's gotta be exaggerated. That's how I'm feeling. You know what you should do? What? Go leave a copy of Food Wars in front of their door. (laughs) See if cooking can have the same effect. Honestly, because yeah, I'm like one of them is in it. The other one is compensating. Is is, yeah, in my opinion. One of these days they will. I don't know. I I had a bit planned. It didn't work. Fuck off outside. I can't even <laughs> shout like I normally do. Uh, I don't uh, get to be important today. I just. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, I'll keep you posted. But so far, that's the dealio. I think they won't last long. I mean, yeah. they might not last long, anyways, from what I've been hearing. But like, that's a whole different situation. <laughs> 
Oh, I love double entendres. <laughs> that, that, that's that's the word I'm looking for, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Hey, look at that. I can be smart when I want to be. You are smart. Anyways, um, other than that, I tried a apple cider salted caramel drink today at work and it was delicious. Oh, I'm currently having a sugar cookie latte with mm. honey added on Where top from? of Starbucks. <gasps> Get out. Blasphemy. I mean, it <laughs> was literally on the way home from Fair. lunch and I I needed a hot tea and coffee. Yeah. The Although reason, my yeah. tea and coffee is no longer hot anymore. It's like slightly above room temperature. Mm. You know what? It's getting me through this, so I'm not going to complain too much. But the sugar cookie latte is quite delicious. Starbucks, you should sponsor us. Just saying. Um, uh, um, um, my boss might have something to say about that. (laughs) I don't think that's a. I mean, boss, you you could also sponsor us. I'm just saying we we are open to all sponsors. Yeah, Canadian coffee sponsor we'll take it um the reason why baristas hate starbucks though is because they fucked up drinks for everyone i mean that i i can 100 percent see that and also they burn their beans they do burn their beans um but yeah the okay so my big qualm with them is the macchiato mm-hmm. um because everywhere else serves a traditional italian macchiato which is a shot of espresso with foam meaning mm-hmm. very small drink yes like Like, not even a full small cup small. Like, it's a shot of espresso with just milk foam on top of it. Or maybe two Mm -hmm. shots if you want to double. Um, A Starbucks macchiato is a very large drink. The amount of people that come into my cafe ask for a macchiato, and I have given up trying to explain to them what it is. Um, So I just make it and serve it. And then they look at me and go, what is this? And I'm like, it's a macchiato. That's what this it is. is exactly what yeah. you ordered. We are yeah. not we are not Starbucks. Get yeah. out. Yeah. Do you really think that your large specialty drink at a very like like our coffee chain, it's a chain, but it's a very like high-end chain. We like don't have a, a machine that has like that has like preset buttons on it. Like we we make everything ourselves we have our own brand of beans. Like we we grind all of our beans on site. We like it's we use all natural organic ingredients, all of our beans are organic. Like it's very high quality stuff that we use in our cafe. So the prices mm-hmm. are pretty expensive. That I will say, they're not any more expensive than Starbucks. They're just worth it. Um, and uh, and and the people will order the, the like a double or a single macchiato. And the thing is as well is they'll be like, um, I'll, I'll, they'll have like a group of friends and they'll be like, oh, I want this latte. And I'm like, okay, what size? And then they'll be like, a large. And I'm like, great. And then they'll say, I want a macchiato. And I'll say, do you want a single or a double? And they'll say, oh, I want a double. And then they're surprised when it's a small drink, when I didn't ask if they wanted a small, medium or large. Like that blows my mind. Use your ears. But um, also, um, yeah, uh, if like the price is like, three dollars compared to a seven dollar latte and you're like canadian by the way and uh, and you're like oh my god why is this not a giant drink huh i wonder why uh people frustrated. i get frustrated I most mean, of my I, customers I are great that, but, though. yeah today i had to deal with sunday customers and they're a whole different ball game so, yeah, yeah yeah i can i can 100 percent see yeah. that and having been in the retail industry and the restaurant industry Church-going customers are not pleasant to deal with. No. 
and and as as a church boy myself i run the live stream and sound and everything at my church sun sunday church people are very hard to deal with yeah yeah so if you are those people be nice to you know the people that are serving you it, yeah it's a job yeah yeah i um I just, I get frustrated with it. I love my regulars. They're great. I freaking adore being a morning bartender. That's what all my regulars call me because I'm their morning therapist and it's my favorite thing. Like I love it nice. so much. Yeah. It's, I feels like in the mornings on a weekday at like 7 a.m. It's just my locals. They come in every single day. They see me every single day. They're like they t- tell me about their lives. I know when they're going to their daughter's wedding or when, you know, they have a job promotion or when they're dressed up special or, you know, like I, I know them and they're great and we talk and it's a fun time. I do not like the weekend people, especially the weekend afternoon people who uh, are just in the area for shopping. Mm-hmm. And then especially the um, like noon Sunday people. Mm-hmm. It's um yeah not my favorite time for i just yeah they're just it's just, that's when it becomes that's when it feels like i'm working at starbucks i can i can 100 percent see that yeah with without a shadow of a doubt yeah it stops being about the coffee and starts being about the line yeah yeah but that's me griping about my job how are you uh other than it hurting to talk, I'm pretty great. I can't good. complain. Yeah. Went to a bachelor party yesterday. So yeah. we went to Top Golf and played golf. And then we went to get dinner at the only way I know how to describe it is Lumberjack Hooters, if that makes sense. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It, it's a chain called Twin Peaks, and it's literally just the Hooters, but with Lumberjacks. But the food is typically a whole lot better. Last are you night, lumberjack, and I'm okay. Yeah, I'm like the story about Paul Bunyan. Yeah, but yeah, dinner was not good. No, no, dinner was not good. Food was terrible. Service was terrible. And and I've waited tables, so I I understand the struggle. Yeah, that service was awful. Mm. It was very bad. It was not that busy. Yeah. Service was very bad. Mm-hmm. Mainly because our waitress just went and stood at another table and talked for like an hour. Mm. But yeah, that's it. That That's pretty much how my Saturday went. Well, I'm glad the company was good, even if the food was bad. Exactly. Company was great. We went and went D&D figure shopping afterwards <gasps> because we've got our... Your campaign. I've got my second campaign thing Friday that I'm looking forward to, Such although excite. I'm also stressed about. Such excite. Also, fun fact, on Thursday, I'm going to meet J-Storm in person. <gasps> eee! Yes. Yes. So that'll be fun. That will be fun, and I'm excited for you, and you have to give me – I want selfies. There, there will be photos. Good. I, I will be taking photos, but then also his sister is bringing her DSLR camera mm. to take high quality photos. <gasps> You're gonna do a shoot. We should do a shoot. You should do like, a shoot. Like make it the most overly dramatic thing. Take we a flower possibly crown could. for each of you. Oh my god! Yes. Yeah, 
flower crowns and you need maybe some glitter you could like throw up into the air or like um fun colored lenses or something so like you could stick them over the lens of the camera and make it all like fun bubbles um what else could you do i have penis confetti that's fantastic take that (laughs) i have that from the last bachelor party that i was a part of for some reason i was they gave the person who's the most likely to use it for evil all the leftover penis confetti perfect great so literally my entire back seat has bags of penis confetti all over it and i've still yet to figure out how i want to use it a photo shoot sounds like the perfect time exactly especially if you can like get like the perfect shot with it to where Mm -hmm. like everything just kind of falls into place that would be great it would be fantastic it would be it would be fantastic (laughs) sorry i just thought what if you took all the penis confetti and threw it into a bowl pit (laughs) (laughs) That's great. I love that. Thanks. We we are planning on going to Dave and Buster's, so mm. there very well may be a ball pit. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Dave and Buster's is for adults, so maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. There should be. I mean, uh, you, but you not would think, one but the like last... at TwitchCon. I was about to say <laughs> a ball pit and a foam pit are two very different things. Yeah. Oh, I'm still waiting for the lawsuits to come out of that. I'm, I'm. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the legislation because I like to follow pop culture legislation. I feel so bad for everyone involved in that situation. Oh, one hundred percent. They can fuck themselves, but like the oh, victims, yeah. and especially the fact that it was TwitchCon. So therefore, it's Amazon. They mm-hmm. can afford a fucking actual foam pit yeah that's not going to hurt people yeah not a like two pieces of foam thick pit to where you are going to break your back Uh, yeah that's literally break your back break your legs yeah like those are some very serious injuries to come out of that well she lost a baby someone lost a baby she was pregnant the girl who broke her back was she? Yeah, due to the oh, surgeries and even... everything from the complications, she lost oh, the baby. I haven't even heard that. Yeah, she didn't know at the time, but she found out after the fact. Oh, this is yeah that that should definitely be a lawsuit waiting uh-huh. to happen. Uh huh. Because because baby wasn't signed on the consent form, which also looking no. at legal ramifications. If something's not up to code, yeah, then you can you can definitely be sued regardless of whether or not you signed a waiver. Yeah, and like as well as the fact that she didn't have the knowledge that she was pregnant at the time. Yep. And but because of everything that had happened, the pregnancy either wasn't vi- I I don't know if it wasn't viable and she was like forced termination or if she ended up losing the baby as a result of stress on the body. Yeah. But either way, horrific situation if you don't know about it you can google it find out a load of information on it basically there was a um, twitchcon convention there was a, a foam pit where they had like a jousting thing where you like hit each other off of the stools like the things um uh there was one streamer i, I can't remember the, her name off the top of my head she i, I think it's adriana Chechik. something like that yeah she um won against her opponent and in excitement she jumped off of her her stand into what she thought and everyone thought was a very deep foam pit it turned out to not be so she did like a split kick you know where you like split your legs out um and and ended up 
thought that she was going to land in a nice foam pit. She landed directly on her tailbone and ended up having to need multiple surgeries because of um, the injuries resulting in that. But she wasn't the only person to have been injured that day. There were other reports of other people that had also been injured by doing similar things or falling into a foam pit that everyone thought was deep because it's a foam pit. So it's like there are minimum standard regulations for that. There's a minimum depth that it needs to be and it wasn't um and as such there will be uh legal ramifications for that and i am very interested i, I don't want to say looking forward to seeing them coming out because it's a really bad situation but i'm very interested in um, what those are going to to look like and um and i don't know if it's criminal or just civil because i feel like there could be like a criminal charge of negligence or something like i feel like somebody i don't know i don't know so i'm interested to see what charges come out whether or whether it's just civil suits i think from a i think this kind of falls into like class action suit Uh just because of the dollar figures that Uh would probably be involved with this because Uh i think it can only be civil like up to a certain dollar amount and then it becomes class action right so, but at the same time, I don't know. I guess we'll just kind of have to yeah. see what happens with it. But hopefully. They would get the, some kind of compensation for everything that happened. Yeah, like compensation is there. Everything's taken care of. And people learn their fucking lesson. Yeah. Or companies learn their fucking lesson, rather. Well, so many companies have recently been in the news for having conventions and tournaments and whatever and just neglecting them in various ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, like the whole like the Nintendo situation with Panda. I don't know anything about that. Oh, well, there was a uh, it's a whole thing. It's a whole. We could get into it. We, honestly, we could just do bonus topics about us talking about general nerd news. Um, we could probably just do a whole bonus recording. I won't put you through it today with your voice, but um, yeah, there's been like a lot of conversation around that. There's also been a lot of conversation around Magic the Gathering um, having a surplus of cards and community just dying out because of it and getting really frustrated. There's a whole bunch of nerd news that's happening right now. It's very interesting, um, and yeah, so lots, lots of brain teasing stuff anyways sort of online progressive um aria of starless night i'm excited to get into this topic and i am very upset that this was the episode where my vocal cords decided to go take a shit on themselves yes i i mean i'm it sucks that you can't speak because you've been talking about sao for literally years and um yeah i get to take over it (laughs) and take it over (laughs) um but don't worry because i want to do so much more sort of online progressive i had i will admit i was very tainted very tainted and you know i know you said but sort of online progressive it's different it's different it's different and i'm like okay fair um i agree it's really good it took me right back to the first season of sort of online i am back in it reinvested you got me hooked again this movie was really really good yeah, see, this is what happens when you listen to Brab. I know. Brab knows the things about the animes. I know. But still, it took a lot for me to get over that season two as I hurdle. Uh, but you know what? It's fine. So with this being out of the way and the second film coming out in February. Yeah. 
we can use that as an opportunity to go into season three of SAO and talk about Alicization and how good it actually was. I am actually down for that. I'm down. I, yeah. So, okay, let's, let's do background. We'll dive into it. We'll dive into our experience with SAO in general, and then we'll talk about the film. Yeah. So, Aria of the Starless Night was directed by Ayako Kono. It was obviously made by A1 Pictures because it's the same studio that has done SAO from the beginning. And it had a runtime of 97 minutes and is based off of a light novel. They actually have a standard progressive and, or like a standard progressive light novel and manga, but Aria of the Starless Night is actually its own light novel. Mm. Because this one was told from Asuna's perspective rather Mm -hmm. than Kirito's perspective. Although this was kind of a welcome change to the typical format. Yeah, I really liked um, seeing things from Asuna's perspective. Yeah, Yeah. because she's not just an OP nerd. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely gives more depth to her character. She has quite a bit of depth in the first season anyway, but she does... There's an element element of naivety to her character that kind of sticks with her throughout because she's sort of taken under his wing quite a bit, and this gives her justification for that. I feel like one hundred percent. Sorry, was drinking coffee. No, that's okay. Drink away. Yeah, one hundred percent agree. Mm. Um, is that your background? Yes, that's all I got. Is that you got? Okay, so. Um, yeah, uh, it is rated a 8.01 out of 10 on my anime list or a 4.15 out of 10 on anime planet or aka a 8.20 out of 10 with an average score of 8.11 out of 10. I think I was struggling with the average today. My brain couldn't math. So if that average is wrong, I apologize. Sounds Um, good enough. I didn't do the drop rate because screw that. Apparently I just... (laughs) You know what? It's a film. It doesn't really matter. It we'll get into that really by matter. the time the year's over with. Yeah, I it will be updated. And uh, it's rated a PG-13, I believe. Licensed by Andy Polex. And uh, yeah, um, it doesn't have an OP because it is a film, but it does have an ED, which is UK by Lisa. So good. Yes. All hail the queen of anime. Yeah. Um, you can currently watch this on Crunchyroll. So if you are interested in giving it a watch, that's where you can find it. Yeah. Um, and do go watch it because it's very good. If it is If you've kicked good. off of SAO due to some very subpar fairy shenanigans. Yeah. It is, it is 100% worth coming back and for. Yeah, fully. And I believe that it is subbed in all languages that Crunchyroll tends to offer it to be already, even though it did only come out last week. Last week? Last week. Uh, yes. It released then. I I went to go watch it in theaters back in January. Yeah. I think. That sounds about right. Yeah. But, so, yeah, it's been subbed in... Like Portuguese, Russian, English. I don't think... I don't know if it got a Russian. I think it got a Latin, Latin American and then, uh, like, an English section so i think we got french english english sub and then uh portuguese uh spanish and one other one i think 
Because the way that it's listed, you have um, SAO Progressive, and then you've got the Latin American dubs. So you've got, yeah, Spanish and Portuguese. Okay. Sounds good. Um, uh, Yes. Um, So lots of different viewing uh, sub options. Well, I mean, not lots, but like, I feel like you'll find it's more than your standard. It's more than your standard. Yeah. and if you have never seen any sort of online content before, you can watch this film. Oh, 100%, because yeah. it is starting over from the very beginning. Yeah. So don't worry about um, – I mean, the spoilers that you get are that it's, this, it's the same content, just from told from a different perspective. So um, – If you've seen the first 11 episodes of SAO, you have seen this. There is no new – relevancy to this like nothing new is brought to light you get introduced to a new character at the very end of the film yeah mito doesn't count because mito is not even in the actual manga itself so therefore i mito is like a completely new character for the film itself yeah, and it's it's just mainly to add depth to Asuna, who is the main character of this film, but the main supporting character of the series. Yep. Um, she is the love interest of Kirito. I don't feel like that's spoiling anything necessarily because of the it's kind of the the whole like likability of sort of online originally. Yeah, you'll you'll this film series will probably never get into that. Yeah. So again, if you've already seen SAO, then this is not new information whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just a depth building film and also uh, a respark. I feel like that's what it definitely did for me. Um, I've mentioned this a few times before, but I have a tainted relationship with Sword Art Online because of the way that the story progressed. I really fell in love with the, with the dynamic of Asuna and Kirito and they really threw that out of the window later on in the Sora Online series um, in the later seasons. And it stopped me from watching it, um, especially considering that Sora Online was one of the earliest animes that I really watched. I got into anime as a teenager. I'd obviously watch like Pokemon and stuff as a kid, but the, when I was properly getting into anime, I got into it as a teenager. And Sora Online was one of the first animes I watched that had any kind of romance in it. Um, at all, you know? And so, um, cause in my mind at this time, you have to remember like anime wasn't targeted towards girls in Western countries. Like it, like there wasn't, there obviously was animes for girls, but they weren't subbed or dubbed at the time for us to view. And yep. so, and I say that in a very, like, I know that's kind of sexist if like boys can like romance films too, girls can like action films too. I get that. But I'm saying it in like the target demographic sense. Um, the things that were subbed and dubbed were things like Naruto and Dragon Ball and, you know, um, like they want things that were targeted towards a female demographic. So then Sora Online came onto the scene and it was a something that was targeted towards a male demographic with this element to it that drew in a large amount of a female following. And I was one of them. I, you know, I was a, a pretty young teen at the time, preteen even, and um, 
got watching it and like I was like oh my god fantasy it's like uh, it's gaming it's all of these things that I enjoy that I get kind of teased for because I'm a girl and girls don't do that but also it's like it's like a little romance and it's cute and then they threw it out the window and it just kind of like left a bad taste in my mouth for it and I know it did for a lot of my other nerdy female friends too um and so like a lot of us would just spend a, a lot of time just shitting on it, you know? And and this is, to me, a palate cleanser film. It's like giving me permission to get back into the series and get back excited for it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I'm glad I watched this film and I recommend that if you had kind of a similar experience, if you found that you were not enjoying sort of online on the later seasons and you stopped watching it or you dropped it or you watched it and you just wasn't really a big fan of it i recommend giving this film a shot i do also recommend watching it with headphones um because the the way the sound worked in like i was wearing an over-the-ear headset um fucking good my guy like oh yeah the surround sound was excellent like it was very well done yeah yeah I was I was impressed by that. It got me very entertained. I was I didn't look at my phone more than like three times during this film, which for someone with ADHD is very impressive. Yeah, I, I can one hundred percent get behind that. Yeah. If if I watch this under normal circumstances and not like in theaters the first time I watched it, then I'd have been in the same boat. But yeah. thankfully in theaters it's rude to look at your phone, so yeah. therefore it's more of the ADHD urge to look at it. Yeah. But then also anxiety of, no, don't do it. Everybody's going to judge you. No, don't think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, my phone buzzed. One time my dad texted me watching it. And if it's your dad, you have to respond, right? Like, especially when your dad lives in a different province. And he was talking to me about the dogs. So, like. Doggos are important. It's It's mandatory that I responded. Um, Exactly. Yeah. But, um, Yeah. I don't know, really, really good film. So I'm going to check on the spoiler chicken hats, even though we've both kind of said that there isn't really much to spoil here, considering it is just a retelling of the original story. Yep. Um, I forgot how young they are as characters. Yeah, and this this is where my kind of hot take mm. on this comes from, because with... The anime community, as far as this film is concerned, a few days after this release, I don't know if you saw it on Twitter or check Twitter or anything like that, but people were pissed that this got censored compared to like the original like DVD release slash theatric release. Okay. Because during the theatric release, I remember there being a like the bath scene with Austin. I remember feeling like a bit uncomfortable in theaters. Right. Just because you do got to take into account that they are 15. Yeah. And then people were getting pissed over that scene being censored. And that was the only thing in this Crunchyroll release that was censored. Yeah. And I like people were getting pissed with it. And I'm like, there's, literally no reason being pissed with it like these are kids yeah now even the uncensored version didn't really show anything no but it lingered on shots there were like a lot more like full body implications with a lot of things yeah to which again my whole thing was no bad like Mm -hmm. watching that in theaters like i was uncomfortable with it 
knowing all of that and then seeing people get upset over it. I'm like, that's stupid. Like these are kids. Stop your shit. Yeah. No, I fully agree with you. I think it's been a conversation that has been happening throughout the anime circle for a long time now as to the sexualization of childlike characters. But something that I don't think people are considering is the legal implications behind this and the ramifications that are going to happen when these larger companies get cracked down on. Um Anime has been able to kind of skirt under the radar for a while when it comes to this kind of thing because of the fact that um, it's not been a mass media kind of thing. You know, like if it's shown on TV, then then people are going to take it more seriously, but it's been an internet thing for a long time. And governments are only kind of, I've only really started paying attention to internet content very recently. And legislation takes a long time to catch up to reality. But the fact of the matter is, is that it is, I'm fairly certain, illegal in most countries to uh, uh, to own or possess um, sexualized images of minor characters, even if drawn. Um in like most first world countries is is like and what they deem as sexualized can dare diff, differ quite like like it's quite a large spectrum you know mm-hmm. um so and even the japanese age of consent is 16 yeah so again these are 14 and 15 year old characters so even like from a japanese perspective it's still bad fully and so i feel like if you're looking at it from a com- completely neutral perspective, which I think is kind of hard to do, but if you are, uh, or at least trying to, um, as I am, the Crunchyroll and other like licenses um, and and distributors need to censor what they deem inappropriate for distribution, so they can keep producing anime. And so they don't have to wipe their content in the future when legislation inevitably catches up. What they're doing is protecting themselves as a company more than anything else. I don't feel like, honestly, I don't feel like they give a shit. They're a large corporation. Corporations don't give a shit. We've seen it happen. Yeah. But what I feel like they're doing is they're putting in the steps within things like this to stop themselves from being a target later on. I mean, if you've seen the Balenciaga situation right now, you know how quick the public can jump onto a situation like this. I feel like they're trying to to protect themselves. Mm-hmm. So if you want large companies to still keep keeping producing anime adaptations for non-Japanese-speaking audience or non-Japanese audiences... They have to do what they need to do for the legislation in other countries, and as you said, even in Japan. So that's my two cents on it, anyways. Yeah. Um. But yes, uh, uh, I haven't seen the uncensored version, and the censored version that I saw, I it definitely got the point across, and I actually really liked that scene because I remember thinking, um, I want a button. <laughs> that just lets me take off all the clothes that I'm wearing so I don't actually have to get undressed. Do you know how convenient that would be? Oh, that would be incredibly convenient. Like a life hack to just, like, switch clothes. And that's what the scene became, like, censored. It just became like a, oh my god, that's a hack that I want. Like, I wish I had that feature in real life. 
Mm -hmm. um, which is as level of, like, that's the level of innocence that these characters have. So that should be the level of innocence that the viewer has as uh, on the perspective of watching them. Yes. So rather than your experience of feeling uncomfortable in theater. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, we start off with Asuna, um, in school, um, about to take her high school entrance exams. And we very quickly understand the family dynamic of her mom being really tough on her, her dad being pretty neglectful and her brother being the only one who seemingly gives a shit about her, which makes what happens very sad because I feel like her brother is going to be carrying that level of guilt with him for the rest of his life. Oh yeah. I was talking about that with my cousin and yeah. his wife whenever we watched through this for this recording. Mm. And I was like, you know, her brother's going to come back from his business trip and feel like absolute shit. Yeah. I feel so bad for the brother. Like, yeah, so 100%. Bad. Like, I feel bad for the mom because I think the mom genuinely, I don't think she was being like, I mean, I, feel, I definitely feel like there's a level of neglect there or whatever, but I feel like she's being so hard on Asana because she wants Asana to achieve great things. Like, I don't think there's any malicious intent behind it even though there ends up being negative consequences no so, no mother's a bitch <laughs> okay fair the, the, there's an entire arc of sao2 oh okay and it's called the mother's rosario arc and mom's a bitch okay fair okay so mom's a really bad person dad though i feel like he's gonna feel sad but brother i feel yeah my heart went out to him i was like oh no yeah and i kind of wished I was hoping for, because I, I like to sit in sadness, I guess, that there would be a clip of her family outside um, grieving over her. I don't know why I wanted to see that, but I did. But obviously, once you are in SAO, um, they don't show you the outside world, except in the scene where Asana was having a dream of the outside world, but it wasn't reality. Um, and I, that makes sense to me because that's what the characters are going through. Like they don't get to go outside to the outside world. So you don't get to either as a viewer. Um, but I, I wouldn't have minded a little bit of depression by seeing them all be sad. Yeah. Although that dream was sketchy as hell. It was. Like, I remember watching that in theaters, and I was like, wait, hold up. This is weird. And then I was like, no, this has got to be a dream. Yeah. And then come to find out it was a dream. And I was like, oh, okay. I was right. I, I was very confused. Yeah, I was as well. I was like, wait, what? A logout button? What the fuck? And it honestly took me until the point in the dream where Austin's mom was being nice. And I was like, oh, yep, this is a dream. Yeah, She's same. Yeah, I got to that point, too. Yeah. Um. So we're at high school and, uh, well, we're in middle school. Um, and Asana is about to take her high school entrance exams. She's got a lot of pressure on her. She's trying to get to the top of her rankings for her exams. Um, and it's quickly established that she kind of has like a rival in the school, um, Mito. Well, um, Mitsumi. But, um, Mito as we know her. And, um, uh everyone's like oh you guys must be friends because you're both elites um but in reality they're friends because asuna ended up stumbling upon mito gaming and they kind of became gaming buddies where asuna was being taught by mito how to game as like a stress relief because of the amount of stress that asuna was under for um keeping her studies up and also all of her friendships and relationships like i feel like asuna was 
it wasn't just necessarily like a academic level that she had to be good at. She had to be good at literally everything uh, because yeah. of the amount of pressure that was put on her shoulders. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So Mito was her, her break from that um, to just sit back and game and to be a student for once as opposed to being the one teaching all of her friends how to like get their shit together, you know? Yeah. Um, and then Mito is the one who tells her about SAO um, and about the release date. And Mito also kind of hints to the fact that she's been prepping for this for a while. We like to learn that Mito was a, a beta tester um, for the game. And so uh, Arsena ends up sneaking into her brother's room while he's away on a business trip and, uh, and, and jumps into the game. And I guess, you know, I don't think she really particularly, Arsena is such a noob, but I don't even think she really knew it was launch day. I don't think she knew it was like a big deal. I think she was just like, oh, my friend was talking about this game. I guess I'll just like hop on in while I see it on the desk. Like it was a very casual thing. She didn't know how big of a deal this was. She'd seen a commercial, but like it wasn't, it wasn't a big deal to her. And I think that um, is a, pretty unique experience for the rest of the players that are on SAO. Um, because, like, I don't... Th I think she was probably the newbiest noob on the game. I don't think that there would be... Considering, like, in my mind, SAO is one of those, like, near $100 games, right, to buy on launch day. Oh, I would assume so. Yeah. yeah, without a shadow of a doubt. Plus, you have to already have had the game system, right? Yeah. Um. So... In my head, a game like this is like it's like a Final Fantasy drop. Like it's like a it's like a big deal when a game like this drops on a specific console on a specific like a specific system and to play it on launch day. The kind of people that play those games are gamers. A noob is not going to drop like a grand for a, a random thing they're just trying out. So, Asuna. Even if nobody else had played the game before, because this is the launch day, it's the first time they've got their hands on it, they would have played other games. Arsena's very little gaming experience, and the gaming experience she does have seems to be on handheld consoles. So, in my opinion, Arsena's probably the biggest noob in this game. Yeah. Um, which makes her a very interesting character. Um, and then, so yeah, she, she gets into the game. She ends up finding Mito. She has to learn about things like gamer tags, like that you don't refer to people by their legal names in games, you know, um, no matter how close you are. <laughs> um, like I feel like more people refer to people by their gamer tags IRL than the reverse. Sorry, say that again. I said, I feel like, um, more people refer to people by their gamer tags IRL than the reverse. Yeah. Yeah, especially with the world becoming like smaller and smaller and mm -hmm. with conventions and whatnot. Like you're definitely more apt to like even if you and I met, like it would be, you know, more of our handles rather than like our actual government names. Yeah, I mean I go by my <laughs> I guess you could say I go by my gamer tag, but I pretty much do. Like I go my by my by blue at school, I go by blue at work, I go by blue to everybody that I've been introduced to in the last ten years. And yeah. yeah, okay, it was a nickname at first, but it was my nickname and then it became my gamer tag, and then everyone referred to my gamer tag. And then now 
like it it yeah like it it was a joke nickname at first then the joke nickname turned into my gamer tag and then my gamer tag has become my name yeah which is kind of insane just just a little bit yeah. you know what it's fine yeah um and anyway, so then everyone gets turned into their real life looking themselves with the mirror thing and everyone realizes that they're locked into the game. And then um, Asuna and Mito then go off as a party. And um, Mito's kind of showing her hacks around the game. Like, not hacks, but like, you know, little tricks of the trade that she had picked up in, in beta testing. And Asuna is learning how to cope really with everything and they make a promise of like we're gonna get through this together we're gonna get to the last level together we're gonna defeat the boss together and we're gonna get out and it's gonna be great we're gonna be besties the whole way through um that very quickly dissolves very very quickly like the second shit got tough mito's just like see you bye and I think that gives us another level of reality to this because we are talking about like 14 15 year olds here and um and and even if we weren't talking about 14 15 year olds survival instinct is a whole lot stronger than you think it is oh yeah 100 percent. like if it's like you versus me that's going to survive the brain is automatically going to put itself first regardless of who's around you yeah yeah like mothers do it over babies like it's it doesn't matter you put yourself first yep um and uh and yeah, so so Asuna ends up nearly dying. And she kind of accepts her fate. Um, which is when we we are introduced to Kirito for the first time. Yep. And uh he comes in like a badass. Which is nothing unusual for his character. No. And um and Asuna kind of swoons a little, but also is in severe shock. So he ends up giving her what she needs to get back to the village. She gets back to the village and kind of reevaluates and has a very mini tiny little villain arc. Yeah. <laughs> and like, not like going about killing people, mini villain arc, but she's like, all right, I'm gonna go to a dungeon and I'm gonna stay there. And if I die, fuck it, I die. Yeah. She turns into a broody, moody teenager, which again, fitting. Yeah. Um, And, and yeah, so she just says basically like, I'm just gonna bolt to the wall do what I need to do. And um, and she does so. And then ends up running into Kirito in the dungeon again um, and fainting. And then he drags her out and basically says, like, I want the map that you have because if you've been here for four days and it's going to, you've got, you've tracked some shit and I want to see what that is. Um, yeah. So she gives him the map back effectively, but he doesn't know it's back. He thinks it's given because she's wearing a cloak and can't see. Um, and then he tells her about this meeting um, where they're going to meet up to try and fight the first level dungeon boss. There's like a hundred levels. They have to get up to the top level to be able to escape, defeat the boss. And they're on the first level. And it's been a month by this point. So they go to meet up. Um, they have the, the, the meeting and everyone gets like, they start accusing the beta testers of being dicks because they didn't help out the noobs on launch day and left them to level up on their own, even though they knew the secrets of the game beforehand. And um, Asuna then starts questioning everything with uh, Mito because of the fact that that's what Mito did. She abandoned her when things got tough and knew what to do, you know, knew 
other stuff. And so it like adds another level of questioning for Asuna. Well, it also doesn't help with the fact that Asuna didn't even know if Mito died or not because no. they were both near death. Then all she saw was that Mito left the party, so didn't know if she died. No. Probably assumed that she just left the party and left her to die rather than died. But Asuna didn't know because she didn't play games. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but then she saw Mito at the meeting and she's like, oh, oh, so this bitch did just abandon me. Yeah. She, like, she didn't die. Yeah. She just abandoned she me. She just ditched. Yeah. And, um, uh, yeah, and, like, the reason why, as well, like, like, it's not like if every, like, if, if another person in your party dies, you die. She left the party because she didn't want to see Asuna's health deplete. Yeah. It was, like, it was so selfish. Oh, 100%. Um, and, uh, and anyway, so then Asuna's questioning everything, and, and Kirito ends up sitting next to her and is like, hey, we got told to all join into parties. Do you want to join a party again? And Arsene is obviously feeling very conflicted about joining a party again, but she ends up doing so. And then they all go on this big mission to the dungeon to defeat, I was going to say the dungeon master. They're going to defeat the DM. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Now that would be Oh no, campaign. it's coming. Um, I would love to run an SAO campaign. That would be fun. That would be sick. Yeah. Yeah. That would be so fun. Yeah, and then we get the – everything from here is pretty much bog standard with what you saw in the anime. Mm-hmm. The fight goes pretty much exactly the same way, just a hell of a lot better animation. Yeah. The only thing that really changed was with the scenes right before it with, like, Kirito and Asuna going to the shared house that they were in and the bat scene mm-hmm. and Asuna being – very excited over the fact that there were actually baths in SAO. Yes. Which, I mean, honestly, same, because if it had been um, almost two months without being able to take a bath, that would suck. Absolutely, Even though yes. it's a video game, but everything feels real, everything tastes real. Yeah. So, therefore, bath would be nice. Would be nice, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. And then, really, everything happens exactly how it did. Boss is defeated. Uh, Diabel dies. Everybody blames the beta testers. Everybody blames Kirito, and Kirito has this little speech of actually, I'm better than all y'all, just so he can take all of the heat and get it off of everybody else. Yeah. Um, and then like all of that happens, they go up to the second floor, but Asuna actually joins him on the second floor. Yes. And then right at the very end, we get an introduction to one character that I'm not going to spoil who it is. No. But I'm very excited to see how they're going to play into the next film. Yeah, and I am stoked to watch the next film. And honestly, the this film, really fucking good. If you haven't watched it yet, I 10 out of 10 recommend you watch it. Um, especially if you didn't like the way that Sword Art Online was done previously, but you liked the first season. Because if you like the first season of that, you'll love this film. It'll re-spark your interest in the series, and you'll be stoked for February. So, yes. So, what do you give it? I'm sitting at a solid, like, nine. It kept my attention all the way through. Animation was great. Soundtrack was great. Sound in general was great. Got me very interested in the series again. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really down to watch the rest of this. Fucking good. 
Hell yeah. Where are you at? I'm also at a nine. Nice. So a rare agreement for once between us. Yeah. Yeah, very Although rare. I feel like we've been agreeing a lot more here lately. We're just stuff. like buds or whatever. Oh my god. Oh my god, we're like besties. Oh my god, what the hell? Oh my yeah. god. It's been a while since like Becky has been out. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah. Becky and Bradette. Oh my god. Oh my god. Becky. Bradette. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> God, that hurts. <laughs> oh, no. I forgot about you. Uh, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Uh, it's so nice to have Becky back, though. Becky has has been hiding. Becky has been in hibernation. Never never did get our Becky stream, unfortunately. No. I'm, I have... Okay, so next semester, I am taking this semester off of school. Uh-huh. I have seriously considered jumping on stream for a couple of times. Castle. Castle, so, castle. Yeah, it may happen. We may have another castle stream. Although I think I may restart the castle. Oh no! Because I think I'm gonna cringe if I open that world. That'll be fine. It won't be. It, if, if anything, you should just stream that solely for this perspective <laughs> of just just to see. Just to see if you actually do cringe. I will cringe. I know. I can, I can picture it in my mind of what it looks like. I'm like, oh, oh, it was great. Everything was great. Everything was awesome. Everything was cool. And you're part of a team. Everything was awesome. Like, that was great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Better than what I could have done. And no we've been playing Minecraft for pretty much the same amount of time. Yeah. Um. No. Not. I get made fun of at work because my nose sound Australian. <laughs> They're half Canadian, half English, and they end up Australian. And so I end up being, no, no, Cleo. You, you, you know, now now that you say that, what? yes, that I, I see it. Oh, no. I know. And it's like, I don't mean to. I don't. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Brad found a new soundboard and then found old sound bites that he took of the recordings for no reason. Oh. Oh. <laughs> this is the greatest thing I ever could have found. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, it's great. I love it. Yeah. Anyway. So you 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 know what the big question I have? Yes. What? What are we gonna cover next week? We Because can- we have one more episode before we get into our end of the year episodes. We can record literally anything you want. We always record what I want. I know. I make the schedule. What about what do you? Okay, what's the sleeper of the year? Sleeper of the year. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Let me pull up Crunchyroll really quick because I I enjoy talking about sleeper anime mm. of the years. Oh, uh, let's see because I've God, I've talked about so many. This year, because there have been a lot of good ones. I I really, really wish that we were into the fuck whatever I'm trying to think of. Um, did we have a like, we, end of the winter already? Yeah. Did did we get into the what? Never mind. Don't worry about me. I'm good. And the reason I say that is because everything like fall has been so good 
like I am very tempted to January and February make all fall anime, and I'm going to. Why not? Because at <laughs> bless you. Thanks. But yeah, you've got Chainsaw Man, Spy Family, Blue Lock. Actually, no, we won't be able to do Blue Lock until April. But I'm so excited for you to watch Blue Lock because it's a really fucking good. Uh, sports anime, but also, have you seen everybody comparing Blue Lock and Japan's World Cup team? No. no. <laughs> yeah, like, since Japan is on a war path in the World Cup, everybody's like, Project Blue Lock is real. Uh, okay, I'm so down. Um, also, it, England especially today, considering. Let me just see what the score is. It was 3 0 when I last looked. Um, 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 the U.S. got their asses kicked by the Netherlands. So Japan is all I have left. Uh, hey. Hey, what? I mean, Canada got their asses kicked, but you still have the UK. Thank you very much. The UK means nothing to me. I mean, just England, should I say, because Wales is... Okay. Um, <laughs> 3-0. <laughs> yeah, 3-0. So the UK won? Yeah. Well, England nice. won. Nice. England. England won. England. England. Nice. <laughs> That's okay. I hope Japan takes it. I really hope they take it. They deserve it. Um. Um. Uh, to set up France quarterfinal, Senegal. Nice. I really, I really don't know what I want to do. Do you? Do we want to do cyberpunk? Since we never got around to cyberpunk, did cyberpunk. you even start cyberpunk? We could do cyberpunk. I think I started it. Let's do cyberpunk. Okay, because that that works for me. Because I can't, I can't think of anything just sleeper off the top of my head as of right now. We may or may not do cyberpunk unless Brad comes up with something else, and then it may change. You know what? It's to be determined. However, at this point, I I really want to see your take on cyberpunk, minus the fact that it's, it's a little horny, but it's fine. I, I mean, I'm, I don't mind a little horny. I, I suggested Kejo. I mean, true, true. In fact, you suggested that to one of my best friends the first time that I ever met him, ever had yeah, a conversation yeah. with him. I was like, you should watch this anime. It's fucking funny. And it is. Like, that was so it, good. This is the thing, is I was like, like, I'm not being a weirdo. It's genuinely a good anime, but like my description of it makes me sound like a creep. Still watch it, though. It's funny. And and yet I'll still recommend that to people if they want like a good funny anime to watch. I'm like Keijo. I'm like if you're a hardcore anime watcher and you haven't seen it yet, give it a watch. If you're an if you're like a early if you're a baby anime watcher, maybe not. It's it's <laughs> it's pretty advanced. It's advanced anime viewing. It, oh, one hundred percent. It is advanced. Oh, oh, I have another thought. If you want to like do like a odd segue okay in a way so do we do we want to branch off the anime path just a tad oh so are you familiar with critical role yes so they have their own animated show that fits into like an anime line called the legends of vox machina on amazon prime okay do we do we want to just do a little segue into D &D for a week yes all right, let's do that then. Okay. It's 10 episodes. I'm down. 
Hell yeah. That, that's what we're going to do. We're going to do the Legends of Vox Machina next week for our last episode of the year yeah, <laughs> before um, we get into the end of the year stuff. Fully. And I'm going to be home for Christmas for the next couple of weeks after that. So uh, sound quality on my end may go down a tad. I will be able to record next week's here, but the next one after that may go down a tad. Um, and we're going to try and backlog some episodes. So I'm going to be fully transparent that the next, like there may be a, a few, we'll forewarn you if it was a Christmas recorded episode. And that's why my, my sound quality went down. It shouldn't go down too, too bad because I do have a mic set up there, but I will be recording off of my laptop and my mic isn't as good as this mic. So when are you leaving back for Alberta? Alberta, I leave on the 16th. 16th? Do we want to at least knock out uh, the end of the year episodes like during that week if you'll have time? Yeah, I should be able to considering that I end school this week. So I'll have like the weekend and then like monday i think it's monday tuesday wednesday outside of work that i'll be able to yeah yeah okay then yeah we can we can try to Mm -hmm. at least knock those out then that way but then i don't have school next semester so i can actually like have free time to do shit yeah Yeah. it's exciting Free time is nice. Free time is nice. So I can revamp my Etsy shop that's sat on the back burner for a long time. And Yeah, I, revamp the Etsy shop. You can actually game. I can game. Once. I can watch anime for fun. I mean, not that this isn't fun, but like, you know what I mean? I I am going to shove so much fall stuff shove down it. your throat. Honestly, <laughs> I, I'm glad I stopped that because I know that you've clipped these I, I, now. I I literally had a mark clip ready. I was like, please, please give me something to clip. Oh my god. I still think that um advanced anime watching should be one. It it really should. The advanced anime viewing experience. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's great. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> Just like so much from the initial conversation of my neighbors this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that that just needs to be clipped and then sent to them on a flash drive. Oh my god, no. No. <laughs> just a flash drive. I don't drive think I've met they... these neighbors is the thing. I think these are new people. Then it's totally fine. Like, h- hello, new people. Uh, we can hear you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, in the background, you say. <laughs> <laughs> Whilst I'm recording, the, what is it? That, that would be... Oh, my gain just switched. Oops. <laughs> By oh. mistake. <laughs> I'm now have very sensitive uh, audio. Oops. Oh, who would have thunk? Anyway, we need to wrap this up so you can go on vocal rest again. Yeah, yeah, vocal rest. I, I need to. Yeah. Um, website www.bnbanime.com where you can see quite literally everything about us, about the podcast, about everything. Also, contact info in case you want to let us know what you think about the show or you know if you want to sponsor us we'll greatly accept sponsorship that too um, brad cutter gaming we- for that one find him on twitch and instagram me blue lavender stm on instagram blue lavender pretty much everywhere else um i that's it youtube uh, we Hi. Uh, yeah we have a youtube um it will be Probably as soon as we go on break is whenever I'm finally going to have time to catch up on everything because I'm still working through. Re- oh, I hate remaking everything from scratch because now I feel like I need to change things and make it better, yeah. even though I was perfectly fine with what I made before. Yeah. But it, it's almost back together. So by the time the end of the year stuff comes out, everything will be good to go. Yes. Um, so yeah, expect expect a video dump very very soon. Yes, and that's it. 
Yep. So thank you all so much for listening and we'll catch y'all next time. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye.